Yes, us. Welcome to the Kefi Life Podcast. My name is Kiki Vale, and I'll be your guide to creating a life of Ola Kala, all is well. Together, we'll get back to the basics, and we'll explore fresh new ways to flourish in mind, body, and soul the Greek way. You can look forward to interviews, stories, essential self-care strategies, recipes, and actionable takeaway Ola Kala moments. This is going to be so much fun. Let's get going. Pame! Our Lexi for today is sporos, sporos, or seed. This Lexi extends deep down into the earth and into our lives. Sporos, the beginning of a life cycle. Sporos, or seed, the premier example of how life grows, changes, and reproduces. The seeds we plant today are the fruits of tomorrow. Sporos, or the wellspring of life, is a vehicle to plant a crop for nourishing a household or to leave a legacy of a person or beloved family member. When I visited my late uncle's garden two years ago, I could not believe the beautiful and large lemon tree that I was admiring, which was once just a seed that my beloved mother, Ekaterina, had planted in her brother's garden to remind him of her love. Sporos, the genesis of a lifelong gift. This is Kira Moran, president of Kingdom Farms and proud sponsor of Kefi Life. Kingdom Farms provides organic meats, poultry, and fish throughout the USA. Kingdom Farms has been blessed for 52 years with providing the highest quality foods to all our customers. Please contact Kingdom Farms for your culinary needs at www.kingdomfarms.com. In honor of Mother's Day, Kefi Life is partnering with Hinsdale Fitness Club to bring you the health of olive oil and oxygen. Get your O squared now. Oxygen and olive oil. Kefi Life Extra Virgin Olive Oil Wellness Gift Set, now available with hyperbaric therapy sessions for a discounted price during the month of May. Keep your mother healthy with this one-of-a-kind gift set. Stop by Hensdale Fitness Club, located in the heart of Hensdale, 35 East 1st Street. Now through the end of May and pick up your exclusive O Squared. Olive oil and oxygen to increase the health of moms everywhere. Call 708-289-9732 for directions and details. That is 708-289-9732. Also available at shopkefilife.com while supplies last. Wanting to empower others to feel their best is Amy Cox's mission. It's her passion and her work philosophy. And this actually makes me tear up because when a person takes their life experience and shares it in a way to improve others, the results can be ever life-changing. Today, we have the great joy of talking to Amy Cox. She is a gardening organic, well, actually a trained organic gardener. She's a certified health coach. I've personally worked with her. She's helped me with my garden. It's garden month in May. I'm so excited, but let me give you a little information on Amy so you understand the full scope of who and what she does. She served as the president of Slow Food Chicago. She was honored as a United States delegate for the 2010 International Terra Madre Conference and so much more. Gardening, wellness, all of it. She's here to talk to us. She joins us now. Welcome. Good morning, Amy. Where are you on the planet today? Good morning, Kiki. I am thrilled um, to have moved back to the U.S. after having three years of uh, living in Europe, in Amsterdam. And I, um, my husband and I bought a five-acre property in Texas Hill Country, just outside of Austin. And that's where I'm speaking to you from today. 
how exciting and also invigorating real quickly. Love Europe, so much of what it's about. Never been to Amsterdam. So please give us like a little glimpse of what the country's like and what the people are like. Absolutely. Um, Many people don't realize um, the connection. Many Americans don't realize the connection between the Netherlands and America. Um, Actually, um, about half of the uh, people that were on the Mayflower um, that came over to the U.S. to found the U.S. were living in in the Netherlands in a town called Leiden, just outside of Amsterdam. Um, so about 15 American his, uh, presidents actually have um, their roots back to the Netherlands. The Netherlands is a really rich culture. Uh, they founded um, uh, the Dutch mercantile trade um, back in the 1600s. If you had a tulip bulb, you were able to build just selling one tulip bulb enabled you to build a whole canal house for um, and pay for it. Um, so they are very, very um, a brilliant society with a lot of educated educated individuals, and they're really, really passionate about growing um, flowers, vegetables, plants. Um, Post World War II, they actually decided when um, Hitler took away their ability to feed themselves that they were going to. Um, become prolific in being able to feed themselves. And so they created very intricate growing systems. They actually are the number two exporter of fresh produce in the world. And they're just a little postage stamp size country. So really interesting place. Had no idea how fascinating to have the opportunity to live there and immerse yourself in that culture for so long. Um, it's, It's really exciting to speak to you today, especially while it's May it's the month of gardening and setting up your garden and your vegetable garden, et cetera. So we're going to talk about creating your own home garden. You're going to help us with that. But first of all, I think it's important for people to note that you combine your education and your love of the history of what gardens and vegetables can do for us and with your passion. And if you put those two together, my God, we can be on fire. We'll have Kefi 100%. Absolutely, without question. And you um, help yeah. I was going to say the basics of wellness to me are food, water, exercise, rest, shelter, and individual ownership of power. And all that exists in a in a garden, no matter how big or small it is. Oh, Amy, that's so <laughs> fabulous. All of that exists in a garden and it's so simple to do if you have the proper technique and tool. So let's get right to it because I am going to break this interview down into three segments for the folks to learn from you. We'll air them sporadically today. We start with creating your own garden. Uh, let's talk about, you worked with me. You helped me. I had so much so much joy uh, from creating my garden with you. Uh, but let's talk about the different types of garden. Absolutely. So Um, The gardens that I think we're going to focus on for the purpose of this interview are ones that um, that bring you joy and bring you some sort of production. So for you specifically, I remember um, the point at which I came into your life was right after the passing of your mother. And um, Amy, wait, and it's so ironic, coincidental that now you're joining me again when my father has passed just last week. Definitely. Wow. So for you specifically, um, I saw that the garden was a a tool that could be utilized for healing you and for bringing the presence of your mother and all of the the Greek kind of background that you you brought with and forth um, to create a space for you and for your husband 
to co-create and and um, savor and kind of get back to a grounded state. So that's why I came up with that kind of creative idea to do a his a his and hers garden with his space and your space, which is really the only time I've ever done that. But I think part of when you're looking at creating your own space is looking what you're trying to accomplish in your life and what you're trying to manifest. And um, for you specifically, I know it was trying to find a place of remembering um, that heritage that your family brought along with you, that joy, um, that reconnecting with with your roots and the regrowth of your roots with your husband and with your family um, at your in your home. So that's where that idea really sprang from. So for you specifically, we um, we looked at doing. Um, herbs. We looked at doing some some flowers that had some really strong scents. And then we looked at growing some vegetables um, that were really a part of your life. And so, you know, there are those three main areas that you can choose. You can choose one or you can choose all three. It doesn't really matter. What really matters is that you sit quietly and you think a lot about what you want to bring into your life when you're gardening. You know, what are the things that make you most happy? What are the things that are most practical? For example, herbs, you know, herbs are very easy to grow. When you go to the grocery store and you buy that little bundle of fresh herbs, boy, it's expensive. And if you can figure out how to grow your own herbs, it's super simple. You can do it you know, here in Austin, where I have this prolific amount of sunlight, I grow a lot of herbs inside on my kitchen counter. So, you know, it can be done in a very nominal space. You don't even have to have an outdoor space to do this this growing project or this this garden. What's great about gardens is that not only will it nourish you internally, but it will externally as well. I remember that first year we did it, which was, I think, back in um, 2017, 2018. Um, I would walk outside and I would watch the growth. I would water um, the vegetation. The sun would be out. I felt so connected to the earth. And, and I just there's just so much positivity that comes from a garden. And I, it's, it's exciting to note, and people should remember this, that they can grow their own personal type of garden. It could be all vegetables. It could be all tomatoes if they want. Absolutely. Yeah. Be- I mean, in my garden in Western Springs, you know, I had a, you know, by Chicago terms, I had a more than average amount of space that was 75 feet by 186, which is like a little postage stamp now compared to my five acres. Wow. But I grew so many different varieties of tomatoes there. And I did it in a way where I grew actually over 230 varieties of fruits, vegetables, and herbs on that plot of land. But tomatoes alone, my first tomatoes I got in May and my last tomatoes I got in October. So, and I planted really about, I think about 20 different varieties of of tomatoes there. So once again, yes, whatever you want to do, you can do it. It's just a matter of picking a starting point and not starting too big. Usually what I find with gardeners is when you, when you think you want to plant a garden is it gets really, really easy, especially in America where we're all about abundance to take on too big a project. And then that becomes a frustration. 
So as you will recall, we had those two side-by-side garden beds. That oh, we I, I still do. Yeah. yeah. And that's when you talk about scale or size, because I was worried about the little bunnies and the rabbits and all that and taking too much time. I am pretty busy. So I wanted to make it very um, accommodating to my lifestyle. We chose, and I got these garden beds. I think you recommended it from Costco and they're raised garden beds, two of them. Absolutely. And the raised garden beds are great because like you said, you're keeping away the bunnies or if you've got that dog that likes to come in and eat your, you know, eat what you're growing. Um, (laughs) And they're also great as we're aging, you know, because you don't have to bend down. Um, It's right there at level. And, you know, when you're doing a his and hers garden and you can bring out a nice bottle of Greek wine, you know, (laughs) then you got to it's just at the right level to be talking and having a nice glass of wine together and working in your space. What a terrific suggestion. Go out, water the plants, pick some tomatoes, drink some wine. Why not? We're in the sunshine, vitamin D. What more is there? Uh, not much, not much. So for the folks that are getting started with their garden, it is May. This is the time. Why is May the month to plant your garden? And just give us some rules or some tips that we need to go by to get started this month. Absolutely. So so May really, it, it you know, being a native of Chicago, May is what I always think of for planting a garden. Um, I should state that depending on what zone you're in depends on when you grow your garden. Like here, um, where it's going to be 90 degrees today, oh, wow. um, my garden needed to be planted months ago. Okay. And then and then summer is actually more like winter in Chicago because it's really, really hot and it's really hard to keep things living. But May for most people in the United States of America is an ideal time to plant. And um, the reason why is um, because of the weather conditions, particularly when we're talking about um, warm weather crops, like tomatoes and squash and beans and peppers and all those kinds of things. They need the heat of the sun. People, you know, they need the heat of the sun in the root system to actually promote that growth. And Kiki, you and I, as people who love to do international travel, you know, getting, for example, I got to go to Greece for three weeks and maybe we'll talk about that later um, last year, which was a dream of mine. But, you know, when you're in these warm climates, you know, you, you taste, you taste the depth of the heat in things that are warm weather crops. So when you're in Tuscany, for example, or, um, or you know, remote parts of France or whatever, where there's these 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 certain conditions and this certain you know um, warmth in the soil. It's actually the sun warming the soil that creates the flavor that comes from the fruits and vegetables. It more than I think than the direct sunlight on, for example, the tomato. And I think we forget that, at least I wasn't really aware of it, but I was like, why do the tomatoes taste better in Greece? They're, they're grown in microclimates and those microclimates, yeah, and yeah. they have a lot to do with, as you say, the sunshine. So let's just move to Greece, Amy, let's go. Well, you're, you're back in America. So. <laughs> oh my God. Pretty spectacular. Um, is there, you have a fabulous website. It's called Omstead. Tell me about Omstead, the name. We have a few minutes left. I want to talk about your website and how people can get in touch with you. But Omstead. Yeah. So, so Olmstead actually was kind of an idea that came to my mind because I am 
per se a homesteader, but I'm also a big yogi and I'm really into slowing down and being present in the moment and being grounded. So Om, I was actually in a, I was at a yoga retreat in Provence and I was sitting quietly in, uh, in meditation and thinking a lot about my business. And we started to chant Om and all of a sudden I realized that I'm an homesteader. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> I think I am too. Yes, you are. So um, we, we've learned that there are different zones. There are different times we can plant a garden. We can have our own personality within the garden. We can make it really cathartic and therapeutic. Uh, real quick question for you. Can you mix or is it good to mix herbs, flowers, and um, vegetables in a garden or should we separate those? Yeah, no, you definitely can. I think the key is... Um, is getting educated about what grows well together in a bed. So certain things um, support each other better. And there's a whole rotational system and a whole bunch of other things. And I did do, I used to do a course, um, The Art of Growing Food, um, when I lived in Chicago. And then I took a break away from that um, while I was in Amsterdam and doing a lot of European lifestyle stuff. But I do intend to get some of that programming going again and find some, um, I'm working right now on some ways to be able to pull that out to the public in a way that is more accessible. So that's something you'll see coming. And the best way for people to keep up, keep up to date with that is just go to Olmsted, O-M-S-T-E-A-D dot biz, B-I-S, B-I-Z. And there's an opportunity to opt in there. I'm not a big emailer. I just tend to send you information when there's important things coming out. And we can certainly keep you up to date with uh, with things as we're trending back into creating this content now that I've moved back to the U.S. Amy Cox, welcome back. We're so happy you're here with us stateside. And uh, we'll talk to you again real soon about your vision, your slowing down, and your how your European experience can help us to slow down. Love it. Thanks so much, Kiki. It's such a joy to see you today. Likewise. Stay right there. Up next, your weekly takeaway to keep it all as well. Hola, Kala. This Hola, Kala moment brought to you by the law offices of Liston and Centillus, ranked number one by the Leading Lawyers Network since 2010, taking care of all your real estate needs. Speaking from experience, I have always been a bite off more than I can chew type of gal. I really believe that my enthusiasm and excitement for a project can sometimes cause me to get ahead of myself and then result in somewhat of a delay or even a collapse in what I set out to do. After years of experience, though, I now give myself permission to start slow and build at a rate at which I can handle and which makes sense for each project that I tackle. It's all like a la, all is well, when you live life executing with manageable bites, developing in sustainable and healthy progress. Kiki Vale is the founder of Kefi Life. She is passionate about whole person wellness and living a fulfilled life. Her Kefi Life podcast is created to simply and naturally help you harmonize the mind, body, and soul the Greek way. Visit kefilife.com at kefilife365 on Instagram, and check out Kiki Vale on LinkedIn and on Twitter. Join us again next time for more positive energy and inspiration on Kefi Life.